Hey, I'm Sarah. And I'm Erin. And this is 31 Nights of Scary Shit. Oh, hello, friends. Hello again. Hello again. We're here again and again and again. You never get sick of us. Ever. No, no. No one should ever be sick of us. Never. Never. And you know what else you shouldn't be sick of? supporting the podcast <laughs> remember segways that was a good one yeah um to support us it's linked in the show notes please even five dollars please we need better audio equipment please friends please please help us bring you the shit that scares you like the story that we're covering today which is another international story i've decided to get into international you folklore really getting into the international vibe i'm, I'm, and I like I'm it. about it first of all it really tests my ability to pronounce things is what i found yeah. more power to you and i can't go there i figure i might as well try and there's no one here that's going to correct me because it's not like your ass knows no my ass knows nothing <laughs> you know what i mean so <laughs> it's a safe space to make a mistake and then be corrected later angrily in an email which is fine because emails technically don't have tone and it's just my insecurity being applied to it. But, you know. But we've talked about this, how when someone's complaining, it means we're getting popular. People are listening. They're listening and they <laughs> care what we talk about. Okay. So today's story is about Kuchisake Ona. I have no idea Which what I this hope is. I pronounced correctly. I'm like excited because I don't know what this is. <laughs> this is apparently the first purely Japanese urgent le- or urban legend. Oh, so it's I combined be- urban and legend together and said urgent. <laughs> <laughs> urban legend. It should be urgent. If, it, if you're going to combine those words, it should be U-R-G-E-N-D. All right, I like that. Maybe urgent. It'll, maybe it'll catch on. So it's going to be terrifying then yeah, because it's gonna be terrifying. Japanese urban legends are terrifying. Like, literally, you cannot trace it to any other origins other than Japan. So you know the shit is creepy. Um, and like I said, I've been really enjoying this international vibe because A, you find out like a lot of origins of urban legends here are really from other places oh, because like yeah. we're a rel- relatively young country. But like yeah. the other aspect of it is how many different places had similar mm-hmm. stories. This one I've never heard anywhere oh. else ever. Nice. So the original story of Kuchisake Ona, which I'm, if I'm pronouncing incorrectly, please someone tell me, um, comes from the Heian period of Japan's history, roughly 1200 to 800 years ago. A beautiful woman, either wife or concubine to a samurai, um, was extraordinarily vain. She cheated on the samurai when he discovered her treachery. He slit open her mouth from ear to ah! ear, giving her a Glasgow smile. Ah! Which, if you don't know what that is, Please don't Google it because it's really disgusting. But it's like the Joker. This if, you, is a, if you want a cultural touch point, it's to the Joker. We need to stop talking about things in mouths. And <gasps> oh, that's another mouth one. Yeah. Sorry, friends. Yeah. This week's theme from Sarah: mouths. <laughs> things that terrify Aaron is what it is. Um. Oh. And so when he discovered her treasury, he sliced her uh, mouth open from ear to ear, <laughs> and also simultaneously asked her. Who will think you are beautiful now? Oh, God. So in a lot of the images you see of this person, if you were to look it up, Mm. she's dressed in white. That's a common thing for women because it's like the whole purity bullshit. Um, But also because like she cheated and it's like a wife thing. Um, But also it's not an even smile. Like if you're thinking of the Joker, it's like cut so that it looks like he's got one big smile. If you're thinking of the Black Dahlia, the same kind of thing. This 
typically one side goes up and one side goes down. Mm -hmm. So it's even more exaggerated and it's even more terrifying. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. So the spirits of the dead who were killed in particularly violent manners, abused wives, tortured captives, defeated enemies, often do not rest well. Mm -hmm. Shocker. Shocking. Right? Um, The Kuchisaki Ona is thought to be one such woman, like I said earlier. However, during the Edo period, or Edo, I think it's Edo, Mm. um, a large number of Kuchisaki Ona attacks were blamed on shape-changed kitsune playing pranks on young men. Kitsune, I think, is another type of yokai. I went into a deep dive into Japanese folklore, Hmm. and there's all these, like, yokai, which are essentially, like, monster-y, like, demon things. And kitsune are, like, sh- uh, shapeshifters. Mm-hmm. And they're typically, like, multi-tailed animals, like, in, um, I think it's, what is it, Lovecraft Country or some shit? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, anyway. Um, and they were, uh, so they like to play pranks on men. Um, her name, meaning the Kuchisake Ona, meaning slit-mouthed woman. Oh, jeez. Uh, comes from the deep bloody gash, which runs across her face, like I said making her look like she's grinning from ear to ear. Mm. She appears at night to lone travelers on the road. Oh, wonderful. And she covers her mouth with a cloth mask or a fan or a handkerchief. Okay. Um, She sneaks up on her victims in the dark and asks them if they think she is beautiful, (laughs) which means Watashi Kirei. That's, That's it in Japanese. Oh, my. If the victim answers yes... She pulls off her mask and reveals her disgusting mouth that's, like, actively bleeding. And then she asks in an um, even creepier tone of voice if they still think she's beautiful. Corey Demo. Mm-hmm. Um, if her victim answers no or screams in terror, uh, reasonably, she slashes him from ear to ear in an imitation of her own mutilation. Is it's- there any right answer there, really? Oh, no, wait. There is, but it's very confusing. <laughs> If he lies and answers yes a second time, she walks away only to follow her target home and slaughter him brutally that night or on the threshold of his house. There are two different stories. Yeah. Well, if you imagine she was murdered because she was cheating on the guy that she kind of manipulated her way to getting, you know what I mean? It's kind of like Hmm. there's no right answer. You're going to get punished anyway. The only way to survive the encounter with this ghoulish creature is to answer yes the first time. You know, am I beautiful? Yes. And so-so or average the second time when she asks if you still think she's beautiful. You're like, yeah, okay. Which causes the Kuchisaki Ona to pause and ponder the response, meaning you've confused the thing, giving the victim a chance to escape. Oh, well, that's just wisdom. So you've got... (laughs) It's just wisdom. You just need to confuse them, and well, then you run like away. When someone's tr- when someone orders you to like, like if someone has a gun on you and they order you to do something and you don't comply, in that second they're like, "What?" and then you run and get away, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you didn't have this distraction and you tried to run away, um, she just reappears um, at any time you try to run away. She just pops right in front of oh, you, so. um, which For- is kind of frustrating. I can't run anyway. I'm screwed either way. I can't. I can't run. So. So all of the this started, you know, hundreds of years ago, this this uh, urban legend. But during the 20th century, the blame began to be placed on ghosts, serial killers, and simple mass hysteria instead of this, like, urban legend. Right. This resulted in an explosion of Kuchisaki Ona sightings over Japan. Like, an enormous <laughs> amount. And we're going to get into it right now. Okay. 
So the ghost of the Kuchisaki Ona showed up in the 1970s, like for real. <laughs> well, not for real, for real, but essentially in its base level of the story. Right. The story goes that a woman would appear to traveling people alone at night. The woman wore a surgical mask, not terribly uncommon in Japan at the time in the 70s, and would ask the traveler um, if they thought she was pretty with Tashi Kire. If they said no, she would kill them immediately or at least slash their faces the same as hers, usually with a long pair of scissors. Ugh, that's even worse. Now, this was an actual person. Why is this worse? Sound familiar? It should. It's the exact same story. (laughs) Surprisingly enough, there is some basis to prove that she was an actual real person murdering Mm -hmm. people in the 70s. Mm -hmm. In 2007, a coroner found records that in the late 70s, there was a woman who chased children. She was struck by a car and killed while in the midst of such a chase. And she did not, she did have a torn mouth similar to the story. Oh my God. This woman was likely the cause of the panic in the late seventies. She was presumably chasing after these kids and then the resurgence of urban legend. But the more I looked into this time um, in the seventies in Japan, the more stories I found around this slip mouth woman in different regions. And I was curious how that came to be. So I kept reading about all these different spots where it was the same woman and it couldn't possibly be the same woman, right? Right. Around the end of 1978, a rumor circulated that an old woman in a farming family in the town of Yatsu in Gifu Prefecture, I tried really hard. So if I fuck that up, please tell me, please. (laughs) Um, This old woman spotted a woman with the now notorious slip mouth standing in the corner of the garden. Lovely. In order to understand how the rumor or truth was spread, you have to understand what a cram school is. A cram school? Cram. C-R-A-M. A A cram school, um, or commonly known as crammer, um, is colloquially also referred to as a test prep or exam factory. It's a specialized school that trains its students to achieve particular goals, most commonly to pass the entrance examinations of high schools or universities. These are common in... Asian countries. This is also common in European countries because of the way that their school system operates, but very common in the seventies. Um, they were on the rise at the time because, you know, the surge of like who could be the best country with the smartest people was starting up Mm -hmm. um, in the seventies of like testing kids and all that shit. Um, they were on the rise at the time and they brought different students from different regions together. Whereas before all the school systems were separated from each other and you really never socialized or were around people from different regions okay. until you became an adult and had a job before this time, this was unheard of. And for the most part, that's why childhood legends like this didn't spread quickly before the seventies. Mm-hmm. Cram schools were typically heard or like, um, typically held in the late afternoon and evening. And so the kids were released into groups onto the street in the evening, reasonably encountering people they probably wouldn't have encountered before attending the cram school. So people going to clubs and bars, parents from different regions coming to get their kids, people, criminals, presumably people doing their shopping at night or going about their business, business kids that are, you know, troublemaking kids hanging out in gangs or whatever. So the thought being that these rumors about the Kuchisaki Ona is revolving around all of these kids getting out of school and just seeing people they're not used to seeing. And so they had to come up with some sort of explanation for it, along with the fact that some bitch was running around chasing kids and then got hit by a car and she also had a slip mouth. So it's like super creepy. But there's there's like an anime, I think, about it. 
and a whole bunch of like documentaries and stuff where they talk about the origins of it. It's pretty interesting, but it's apparently the only pure, like pure, pure, pure Japanese urban legend that you cannot mm. connect to anything else and huh. doesn't really connect to anything else. There's no urban legend like that for us. No, that I can think of not, not with I... a slit mouth like that. No. I mean, we have the black Dahlia, but that's not an urban no. legend. That's real. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and a Glasgow smile. I mean, you can just, mm-hmm. isn't, isn't there one called like a Glasgow necktie? Or oh. something necktie where they like pull your tongue through your ah. throat out the front of your throat or something like that. Or is that something that's from Spain or something? I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll cover mafia hits in an episode. <laughs> Glasgow smile. Wasn't that like the IRA would do that to people? Maybe I just made that up. I don't think I made that up. I feel like I read it somewhere. Yeah, I'm just still recovering from all the stuff happening to people's mouths. I'm sorry, Erin, yeah. but it's fascinating. It's a real fear of mine. Don't look up pictures of it. I'm not I'm not going to. I am going to post pictures of it when I post this episode, so I'm be prepared for that. Cover my eyes when they Well, come. Radium Girls, I'm not going to post pictures yeah, of I the know. jaw because those were actual people and that just makes that yeah. is awful, but I will post beautiful tribute images that people have put together of the women who died. Uh-huh. Um there's some really good, um, there's some really good art of that stuff, but slip mouth woman, that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Just nuts. Right. And it's not very complicated. I mean, it's not a super complicated story, but yeah. it reminds me of La Llorona. Oh yeah. It's like another, like, mm-hmm. let's keep the women down mm-hmm. situation. Yep. But I mean, she did in this story, she did cheat on her husband. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she's not entirely innocent, but she did not deserve to have her mouth slit open like that. That's just horrifying. And I can't believe I keep talking about it. Sorry, Erin. Mm-hmm. And to anyone else that is freaked out by mouths, I'm sorry. But you're using one. You have to, usually. I just keep holding my mouth. I'm like... Ugh. Your mouth is not slit open. You're okay. I know, but... Ugh. But now it is. No, I'm just kidding. I, 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 just keep, <laughs> I just keep having this thought of, like, this little piece right here on the side of your mouth, like the scissors just cutting it. <laughs> okay, now that's graphic. I didn't need that on my own mouth. Well, I'm sorry, but gosh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, on that well, note, friends. Well, I can't get it out of my mind now. On that note, send us your urban legend stories, your folklore stories to 31 Nights of Scary Shit Not at gmail.com. Yeah, no, no mouths, though. Anything but mouths. Feet, maybe? Maybe not feet. Ears? <laughs> no, don't like ears. It's all terrible. Everything is terrible all the time, and that's why you love this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, follow us on all the social medias that are linked in the show notes support the pod like i said send us an email like i just said i can't believe i just repeated that and you just gotta make sure that you uh stay spooky Uh, bye